Well, we come now to uh, one of the most important and inclusive experiments, uh, which we call the little one and the little one in the mirror and the big one, the hole in the card. And four of us doing this experiment. Here's Maureen, equipped with a card. Here's Sean, equipped with a card. And you, uh, the viewer, have a card uh, folded up as part of the uh, kit. Uh, and could you please make sure you have it in your hands now? You get it, hold it out there, as I'm doing, about, uh, if you wouldn't mind. And it's essential when we do this experiment uh, that we look at what we find on the card, in the card, and don't look, don't look at me, don't look at Douglas when you do this, look at your card, would you please uh, each look at his or her card and uh, take what we get there. No use looking at other people doing it. One has to do this for oneself. And the the name of the experiment is the little one and the big one. It's obvious which is which. And the purpose of the experiment is really to see which of these two faces, because these are faces of a kind, which of these two faces fits on our shoulders, which belongs to us here where we are. That is the thing, which is our true face, and our true face has to be the one which fits on our shoulders, and not on other people's, it has to fit on these shoulders. And uh, please do remember, will you, and uh, Maureen and Sean and Douglas indeed, remember that you are the authority on what you find, and we're not telling you what to find. Uh, I'm not telling you what to find. I'm asking you what you find. And I say, be faithful about that and stay with that. And the research here, purpose of the research, is to see which of these two faces fits, really, on your shoulders. And therefore, is your face. And uh, you can see why it's so important to get this right. Uh, because uh, one of the faces is, is perishing and the other face isn't. And if we could now just uh, get the little one in our sights and uh, attend to that little one, keep that little one in our sights now. Look in the mirror. The mirror should be at the bottom, actually, of the card, to the side of the bottom. Let us uh, keep that little one in our sights and support our elbow if we can so that we don't, uh, our arm doesn't get tired. And hold it while one for six away. And have a painful or indeed delightful experience. Let us keep that little one in our sights. Now, that little one uh, is uh, a certain age. That one uh, is a temporary, a period.
appearance uh, of what? A view? I guess. But it is temporary. It had a beginning, it had a birthday, and it has a death day coming up. Well, if that belongs on your shoulders, you have very limited lifespan. Or to put it more crudely, really, uh, that one, I hope you're looking at that one now, uh, in the mirror, uh, why that one it, it has a terminal disease. And the name of that terminal disease it's suffering from is life. So it really is a matter of life and death, literally a matter of life and death to get this one right. Is that, is that your face and does it fit on your shoulders? If so, uh, you are suffering from this terminal disease. And if you can't fit it on your shoulders, why, uh, it would seem that you are not suffering from that terminal disease. That's a big question, isn't it? And uh, we're going to look at this uh, one in the uh, mirror uh, as uh, we perhaps haven't looked at it for many, many years. And I think one of the first things we can notice about it, which is perhaps rather a surprise, is how far away it is. Um, it's sort of like a coconut held in your hand at the far end. And so far away. And uh, do you have on present evidence looking in that mirror now, steadily, not at me, but in the mirror, at, at that face? Do you have another one like that on present evidence at the near end of your arm, on your shoulders here? Or is that where, indeed, you keep that thing? You're the authority. You have another one to match that uh, at the near end of your arm. Well, you may say, well, yes, but that's a reflection. It really is here. It really is here and not over there. It just looks as though it's over there, but it's really here. Well, I think we must just test that, mustn't we, and see whether it really is here and see whether we can fit it on to our shoulders. And it's really very important. It's a matter of life and death to see whether it fits on these shoulders. But just before we do that, it'd be, a real, it'd be very odd, really, if it would fit on these shoulders, because if it would, you'd be walking around back to front there, wouldn't you? You'd be facing... Uh, facing the opposite when People will be contemplating uh, the back of your head and you will be looking at where you were coming from. You'll be round the wrong way, which is very strange, isn't it? Because you're looking one... If you're looking north now, that thing is looking south. That's a funny one. However, they tell me, yes, they tell me and tell you that really, really that face is not over there it's really at the near end of your arm, and it belongs here. So what we're going to do, the first part of this act, active part of this experiment, is to try and put it on here. See how successful we are in wearing that face. So uh, what we have to do now, with great attention, 
And if we're wearing glasses, if you're wearing glasses, you have to take them off and perhaps turn your head a little bit to one side uh, and bring it slowly forward uh, to try and put it on here. And uh, as you very slowly and great attention, bring that mirror up to where you are. And as you do so, as it gets to say a foot away, I think you'll find the chin is vanishing. I think you'll find that the uh, top of your head, your hair there is gone, and your nose and your eyes are getting bigger as you get to nine inches and six inches. And uh, hazier too now, hazier is the scene in front of you as you get to three inches and two inches and you in fact at an inch and a half perhaps you lost uh, the nose and the other eye and just got a, a little gle gleaming something there which might be an eye it's all very hazy and as it comes up to half an inch, quarter of an inch, eighth of an inch, isn't it all gone? Isn't it all gone? And then bring it right up so it go no further. And I think you'll find uh, it's disappeared altogether. In other words, you didn't succeed in putting it on. All right? Then return it to store now Put it back to where we can find it and reverse the process and bring your card out again. So, surely we have found that that is not our face. You see, poor lonely head there, it wants, surely it belongs on somebody's shoulders. It does belong on people's shoulders. On somebody's shoulders, surely. But it doesn't belong. In my case, I don't know what, what uh, Sean and Maureen find, but in my case, I find it doesn't fit on my shoulders at all, which I think is perhaps rather fortunate because it is something like a death certificate. It's dying, a dying thing, suffering from this terminal disease, and it's perishing. And I couldn't put it on. Could it be? Could it be that uh, the chap, whose name you may remember, who said, uh, uh, who asked to death where its sting was and the grave where its victory was, he, did, he left it unanswered. O oh, grave, where is thy victory? O oh, death, where is thy sting? And I say, now we can answer, Paul would say, well, it's, it's considerably above half an inch away, Paul. In other words, I'm safe from the, the sting of death and the victory of the grave. Now, that's quite something, isn't it? And we still have a problem of where that lonely head belongs. Well, we just have to rest from that. And I'm going to ask uh, Maureen how she got on with the first part of the experiment. Maureen, how did it figure with you? <clears throat> it definitely... Um wouldn't stick here at all. 
Wouldn't do wouldn't, that. Wouldn't go there. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. And if it could fit, you would look very rum with your, you would look very strange, your hair in the front there, mm -hmm. and you'll be looking at the wall behind you. Mm -hmm. And we should be contemplating the back of your head. If it could fit. Mm -hmm. Be round the wrong way. And you can't put it on. I can't put it, it on. It disappeared. I really tried very hard and it wouldn't go on. But we do, we, we, we do try and put it on here. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, 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 we imagine it on here, mm -hmm. which is to imagine the impossible, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. I noticed, Douglas, also that uh, it didn't remain the same head as it moved towards me. Yeah, I, it it ceased to be a head, didn't it? Yes, mm -hmm. it started out as a head, and then it's a part of a head, and, and it, it just changed. So there was a different head mm -hmm. yes. each distance from me until it finally It fell to pieces on the way. Really. That's right. It fell to pieces on the way. <laughs> it did not travel well. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It traveled very it kind badly. It goes to bits, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know we say that corset's really here. But I wonder who's... You see, if Paul Lonely Head, I mean, looking, I mean... Come on, it's looking for somewhere, some nice shoulders to go on to. Well, uh, I, I, I think we might see whose shoulders it does fit on. Uh, I'm going to do a thing, and I, I hope that uh, you will be able to do the same thing. It's worth trying. And uh, Sean, I'm going, to, I'm going to see if that face in the mirror can be fitted onto Maureen's uh, <laughs> uh, body. I mean... It means she will then be the bearded lady, I'm sure in mind. But I'm going to see whether I can fit it on. I mean, it won't fit here. It's so lonely. I mean, it really wants to go somewhere. So I'm going to try and put it. And it fits on her perfectly. Not only does it fit on her, but it's round the right way. I mean, it hasn't done Maureen any good. It's put about 70, no, 50 years onto her or something. But it fits beautifully. Fits beautifully. Sean fits quite nicely on Douglas here. But what are you what are you up to, Sean? Well, I, Sean's mm -hmm. now bobbing. I'm, I'm, you put Sean's head on Douglas's on body on top of Douglas. Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, fits there, doesn't it? Yes. Not only that, Maureen's head fits yes. on Douglas's quite well. Well, I, I think our viewer could have the same fun here and try her or his face on on Douglas, for instance. I mean, doing Douglas a great spot of Good, I'm sure, and great improvement. Could you try your face? You've got mirror there. Try your face on on, on this body. Does it work? Well, why does it work? Why can you fit it on other people's uh, uh, shoulders and not your own? I think for a very good reason, you see, because that's where it belongs. Look, on my, I've got. I've got Sean's face now, and uh, 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 Sean, you didn't, you give it to me. You see, you gave it to me, and I've got it here. I know how the light falls. I have Sean's face now. I'm seized of it. Right. And no wonder you find your face on this body, because your face belongs here at this time. Mm -hmm. I've got it. I can describe it in great detail. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have Douglas's. My property. Mm -hmm. I have Douglas's. And that's right. In total detail. And you gave me your face. I gave you 
my face and so on with, mm -hmm. with Maureen. Now, this is a very courteous thing. It's a very loving thing. Mm -hmm. And when we take our face and bring it, try and put it on here, we're not only doing something which is A, impossible, but we're doing something which is B, theft, larceny, and a kind of outrage, aren't we? Right. Mm -hmm. And the great thing in life, in personal relationships, in, in all these intimate matters, is not to steal from the world and your friends and the people you love, not to steal uh, from them what is uh, their property, namely your face. And I say, if you want to be more beautiful, have a more relaxed face, have an expression which I'm sure would be more charming, you know. I'm sure that what we call charm is partly uh, refusal to steal uh, from others what belongs to them, namely our face. Leave it with them. They take care of it. It's their property. And it does not belong here. We're constantly uh, trading faces. We're in the face trade. Mm -hmm. And it's a constant exchange. Yes. Mm -hmm. In other words, Sean, we are built for loving. Yes. I mean, this theme is coming up again and again. I make no apology for repeating it. Mm -hmm. We are built open. We're built for loving. We're built to accommodate each other, aren't we? Mm -hmm. I have nothing to keep you out with. Mm -hmm. My face is not my property. It's your property. Mm -hmm. And your face is my property. And we're trading faces. And this makes love possible. And when I keep my face here, it shuts you out and says... Keep out, I've got one. And that's insulting and it's rude and it's damn bad manners. And it's it? not it's true. Shocking manners. And it's not true. And the A is, well, of course, that's a really important one. It just yeah. ain't true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think one eye. Yes. Well, I mean, the other thing, could we perhaps go back now to uh, to just a final look at that little, little, little one over there? I just note a few other things. And uh, what uh, I see there now is something which excludes other things. This is a one-off job. There's only one of these in the universe, and it has to look after itself, doesn't it? I mean, otherwise it'd be invaded and uh, uh, broken down and uh, uh, even destroyed and so forth. If it didn't, it doesn't look after itself and care for uh, itself as against all others. And it excludes the background, you see, and it, it's got notices all over it, keep out. Uh, I have to maintain myself. I announce only myself to the exclusion of all others. Well, uh, uh, there is like that. It is exclusive. And I think it was one of the reasons why it's dying. Because things which are so exclusive, they die. Don't they? They really do. Because all attempts it makes to look after itself really are doomed. It's, it's, well, that's right. That's right. And of course, there are many other things. See how complicated it is and uh, opaque and coloured. Extremely complicated. And while we're looking at that one, we can notice that the how different it is from the big one, isn't it? Where there are no eyes in the big one, no nose, no mouth, no complexion, no... 
big one. It's not shutting things out, it's taking things in. So enormous contrast we can mm. see already. But I think the big thing about this one is that it is, if, it, if we could bring it here, uh, this would be a kind of suicide, wouldn't it? If we could, it putting on a death's head. And a very small, it's a very yeah, small, very small, narrowing thing. And so I'm not there. That's not my face. There's a face. There's a look where I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm not looking at my face. I'm looking at the face which doesn't belong to me. It's a face that I give to other people, and I don't call for it. I don't recall it. I don't ask for it back. It's my gift to others, and to steal your gift is to steal. You gave it away, and you never had it, really, but it is coming from you, of course, but it belongs to all the people around you and is not your property, and just as well, because if you could put it on here, a, you would look ridiculous, and B, you would be uh, uh, attempting suicide. So that is the story, I think, of the little face, you know, the little one there. But I guess, you know, that we need a face, don't we? I mean, if we're in the world, we, we kind of need a face. I mean, don't we? Uh, 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 you know? I'm not exactly faceless. Somehow uh, I would like a proper face that does belong on the shoulder. What kind of face does belong on the shoulder? And I think we may, in the second half of our experiment, find a face here, namely the big one here, which does indeed fit on the shoulders. So do, before we do that, had you any thoughts about what we've done? No, I don't. I don't, Douglas. It's just very clear that it's, it's, very clear. it's out there, mm -hmm. the other end of my arm. Yeah. It's small, it's limited, it's perishable. Yeah. It's everything that humans are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and of course end, one. In the end, it's a, it's a kind of, although I may appreciate it and hold it, in the end, it's a kind of sad story. I mean, it's, yeah. it's doomed. Doomed. And of course, this is not being miserable, it's not <coughs> realistic. We're not putting that down. In fact, we are suggesting ways of giving it to people without spoiling it. You know, by right, right. we're giving it giving them something really which is a much better present because we're not claiming it. Right. And if we claim it, I think we do it some kind of injury, really. It becomes artificial mm -hmm. and not such a, such a nice gift, you know. Well, when you give, some, you give people a present, you don't keep on calling right. them on them and asking for it back. It's, it's a small present. Mm -hmm. Very it's small a, present. It's a small present. <laughs> I also notice that, <laughs> that there's no attachments to it. Ah, a present true. with no that's attachments. True. It's quite, quite isolated out there. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Well, and should we see is, what... It does have a certain freedom to... To go on the on the top of any uh, everyone, you see, everyone. and because it belongs on all their shoulders, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. right. It's so funny. Right. Mm -hmm.